juicing. I think we take it for granted, really, and um, take for granted, really, that um, it's it allows the eat real food idea um, to fall away and to move away when juicing is uh, taken seriously or done in uh, daily practice. Um, I think just the, the word in itself, juicing, um, probably pre-steroid era, um, had a different term, different usage, different Google uh, historical naming. Um, and I wonder how it got into the, I'm sure there's a, I should know this. I'm sure there's a good reason for why it got into the steroid game and the bodybuilding game. He must be juicing. Um, maybe the juice from, uh, Jack Lane days was considered the elixir, you know, but it does go back. Um, yeah. I thought I'd share some ideas on it because I see it around often. And it again falls against um, I guess it's not that middle road. I was just thinking, you know, what what constitutes real food and it's more to it than just eat real food. Uh, when that is explained, and if one is willing to have a conversation on that explanation, then it, it is still fairly easy. It doesn't get more complex because it requires more conversation. Because um, the one could argue, well, is uh, juicing real food? And it's not. Um, because as I said, it's underneath that longer conversation of what is real food that is required. But in juicing, you know, there's a number of things that are removed. Um, and those things that are removed, those pieces, uh, generally of fibrous content that are extracted once one does do juicing, uh, you're removing, you know, um, a really intricate part of maintaining the integrity of the food as to how it's supposed to be absorbed in the human system. Now, some may see the juicer as a, or the blender as a hack. Um, and I guess it is because the idea, uh, or the natural form to juice, the most natural form of juicing is to chew an apple, um, you know, pick it off the tree and chew an apple and, uh, break it down that way. That's the, that's the, you know, the most natural form of it. And uh, that's why I'm saying that it's kind of a halfway and it requires a bit more conversation on, you know, uh, the idea of eating real food because taken to its extreme, I'm sure you could, uh, you know, have coconut oil and eggs and a banana and uh, blend that up, you know, and juice it, quote unquote. Um, you could do the same thing with a chicken salad 
at lunch and you can do the thing with steak and vegetables in the supper and you can juice it all, right? And that's that's still called taken to the extreme. Now, is that real food? I'm saying it's not um, underneath that deeper conversation because real food requires uh, chewing a number of times per bite. Um, and again, there's this parallel again between why people would choose to juice. Well, because it's hard to uh, pack food, which I'll get to. Um, and it's more difficult to do the hard thing, you know, seems like common, common occurrence or common, common issue. Uh, from my history, um, my initial foray into, I guess, public education was, uh, partnered up with a company called Juice Plus back in the uh, I guess it was not, yeah, it was 99. Uh, so it's say late nineties <laughs> and, uh, the year 2000, 2001. Um, and I peddled a, uh, if no one knows what it is, you can do your research on it. I think it's, it's actually still going today, but it's a multi-level marketing. Um, and they always said they had this research, you know, even the stuff that I looked through, I peddled that research to say that it was helpful in micronutrients. Anyways, it's a longer story for another time as to how you sell that to people. But uh, within it, it took me a while to recognize, you know, what I do recognize today that um, as fitness coaches, we were sold this whole idea, again, of this middle road of uh, hacking uh, real food. And, um, there's a lot of reasons for that, but, uh, for mine with juice plus is just to make money, you know, because if people had bought the reorder program of juice plus, I would get a small percentage of that. And then if I had someone who was under me, like you do in every multi-level marketing program, let's just say they were, uh, an associate of mine. I don't remember the name of them. And I get you know, 10 associates underneath me and they're selling to like 30 people on their reorder program, then I get a pick of not only my own clients, um, but also their clients. And you can just imagine if then their clients became associates and then had their own clients, you know, you can just see the spider webs there. Um, and I remember, you know, hearing through the grapevines and maybe going to some meetings too, or people, you know, talking about these financial freedom stories, you know, the things that they partner up with it, of, you know, um, $10,000 checks, you know, uh, per month coming in uh, just because of the work they put into selling this great product. And then, you know, always adding, you know, the idea to it that it's going to be an insurance on people's health. And, you know, it's hard to get, you know, I still, I still hear, um, people promote this as ads on podcasts today and it still gives me the eebie-jeebies, you know, that's what almost 30 years later and people are, this is how they start off, right? You know what? It's really hard to get in your fruits and vegetables. So I rely on this, you know, and, uh, it's the same shit. It's the same shit that's been packaged for 30 years. Um, all, all saying, you know, something unique. Oh no, no, no. Ours is different because we have probiotics plus micronutrients that have never been da 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 you know as I says conversation for another time but it it it's interesting because it ties in the entire story of being sold um the idea 
that it's still healthy, you know, and if it's healthy, then fitness can own it. And if it's healthy, uh, fitness can own it. And if fitness can own it and make money off it, then it's definitely healthy. And of course you get, you can cherry pick, you know, 100 pieces of research that connect, you know, some far off story of vitamin C being effective in, in pigs. I don't know. And then you're connecting it to your story of vitamin C and juice plus as an example. Um, and it's got nothing to do with even the kind of vitamin C that's in it. You know, I don't know. It's just maybe chemicals made in China as an example. Um, but uh, you make it work. And why do you make it work? Because you're bought into this owning of health, right? And this whole time, this whole time, the uh, actual truth to vitality is right in front of people. Yeah, and that is eating real food. And it's chewing real food. And it's not blending it. And extracting and removing things. Yeah, so I guess it's a longer history than I had thought, but I do have a big history with juicing. <laughs> Someone wants to CNN clip that one and uh, and take me down in years to come. Um, you can. Um, I do have a history with juicing. Um, we do have a, I guess it would be called like a commercial product juicer. Uh, we use this one specifically for... Um, what are they called when you put frozen fruit through the juicer and it spits out on the, on the one end, uh, anyways, frozen fruit that turns into like ice cream, <laughs> um, sorbets. Is that what it is? Maybe a sorbet is dairy. I don't know. Anyways, um, we can use it for that. And the, uh, I'd say how many times it's been used, out of a thousand times, maybe 10 times it's been used to try to, I guess, make some form of, of a smoothie. Um, and it's expensive. You know, it's another thing to think about. I guess uh, juicing in itself is not only doesn't make sense, but it's elitist, you know, because it's really costly. Um, you know, just take take an example of adding up all the Jamba Juice you know, $8, $9 smoothies that uh, people get, you know, twice a week, right? That's 72 bucks a month. doesn't seem like a lot to you. Well, um, if you've listened to me discuss before based upon the, the incorrect stories around food deserts and food availability, 72 bucks a month can get you a long way. So, so you see my whole point there um, that uh, it's almost like, you know, capitalism and commercialism just all thrown together. Together, if you want to, you know, uh, besides the point that juicing is stupid, um, if you needed to shame people, you know, that may shame them. Uh, letting, letting them recognize it's just an elite, it's just an elite idea or elitism idea um, for those who can afford it and for those who are lazy to do their own work in getting real food and chewing it. Um, you know, and so you can hear all the drones, you know, um, from the crowds, you know, the, the groaning, I guess you could say from the crowds, the groaning would come from those groups that, you know, have helped all these over fat, uh, deconditioned, um, 
somewhat diseased individuals uh, do juicing and lose a whole bunch of weight in six months only to put it back on. You know, you hear groans from them, right? You're going to hear groans from the people that never really had anyone with cancer around them, but uh, they just know of stories of people that did juicing and like, you know, prevented their cancer or something, you know, or took away their cancer or something, you know, that's the groans in the audience. Um, and also those who just don't want to listen, right? They just don't want to listen to the fact that they are being lazy by juicing. Um, and it's just illogical, right? It's Ill illogical to think that, you know, you take 75 pieces of celery um, and to think that just by turning it into a juice, you're going to get all the benefits, you know, but you got to remember those are 75 pieces of celery, right? Do you really think that, you know, you know, 1600 years ago or wherever celery was a grass in some way, shape or form, maybe in Mesopotamia <laughs> or 2,500 years ago that, uh, you know, we just chewed all that 75 pieces of it. You know, just connect connect hard to that, right? Um, and again, maybe it's a idea for another time, but in the extreme in the extreme cases of it, um, it's not going to be helpful. You know, and I'm glumping it all together here, but why not? You know, it kind of goes in part and parcel with the supplement episode, but shakes and smoothies and all of that liquid could should have called liquid meals. Um. But uh, you gotta chew your, you gotta chew real food, right? You create all these uh, enzymes in your saliva that are really important for the digestive process. Um, and uh, taking, you know, taking that for granted, um, how do you know over time that you don't have, you know, four or five, twelve years down the road, some digestive enzyme or digestive issues, and lo and behold, you just couldn't trace back the reason for that. And the reason was, is that you just basically had a sugar drip, um, you know, by having two quote unquote liquid meals per day and then one real meal. And uh, you forgot to recognize that there's this an equation between all the calories that you take in and how many times you chew. And the equation is there. It's a mathematical equation. And the reason for that is that like I'm even doing salivating now because I'm talking about it or thinking about it. But when you chew your food, you create that, right? That need to kind of break down foods. And those are signals. And those are natural signals that have been inside of us for uh, definitely more than 20,000 years. I would say up to half a million years. Um, but these practices of, you know, mammals and the digestive process and get into the story of homo sapiens and the digestive process. And, you know, it, we took a long time and we figured things out and, uh, we figured things out, you know, many, many years ago. And if you figure things out with regards to digestion and then you add, you know, industry and, um, reason and, technology and information spreading to this, you know, you got yourself a, got yourself a full fledged progressive human. <laughs> yeah. But you look around and more and more people are, are hacking or juicing thinking that it's progression. 
when really it's the farthest form. Let's see. It's the furthest form of human progression. Yet on the outside looking in, you know, if I was to poll, for example, you know, 100 people on the street, I think 98 of them would think that juicing is healthy. You know, so it's classified inside of that. And yeah, I mean, there's still people today that use Steve Jobs as an example, a story of juicing, you know, and uh, intelligence. And uh, it's just unfair to do that. Um, his juicing had nothing to do with his intelligence. And it had nothing to do with, because you can't create a parallel story where what happens if he did you know, carnivore in uh, 1991, right? Imagine if he just ate steak, you know, twice a day and water, you know? You never know. Maybe the iPhone could have been out in 97. <laughs> so um, it does tie into that extreme level because if you research Steve and make some assumptions on that, yeah, he did juice. He did a lot of fruit juicing and you just combine those two right a shit ton of sugar and no chewing Whew. you know you're gonna have some issues so be careful for those who want to say that there's so many names connected to that um and that's the sad part of it i mean jack lalane paul bragg um Jane Fonda, even Arnold. I mean, everyone went down that route because of the commercialization and capitalism concept of it because it was embedded inside of health, right? And um, it's a hack, you know? Everyone knew that, uh, well, I knew, you know, that my clients didn't, but when I provided them juice plus smoothies, I knew that overall the net calories were lower per meal. And I knew that there was a ton of fiber inside of, uh, the smoothies, right? That would be a quote-unquote meal replacement. Um, you know, and I, I knew the the uh, consequences of that, right? Selling the pictures, right? Six months body transformation of, you know, uh, 20 pounds of fat loss, right? And going from asshole to Adonis, as we used to say at OPT. Um, and the pictures that showed it, I knew that there was always, you know, something connected inside of that. But, you know, I was young, I was bought into it, and I knew that eating real food wouldn't sell. Right? So that, that uh, hope that makes sense to people of the struggles and the tension and the issues inside of fitness today, which is why I'm more and more a deconstructionist and pessimist um, inside of fitness because we're so deep there's no way out of all these things that are embedded inside even the pressures of what I just spoke of of coaches having to sell these concepts of a long long conversation around uh, liquid meals only to have that person choose liquid meals behind their back and lose weight you know in short term and then after nine months um, it's just impossible to, to make them recognize that and to work their way back from it. 
you know, so that it's, it's an unfortunate connection of the old names, Jack LaLanne, unfortunately, as well. Yeah, but I mean, if you scour a lot of, um, let's call it progressive uh, books today that are always arguing against the USDA, you know, big ag uh, recommendations for foods, um, you look inside their diet books and what do they have in the back cover, right? Meal one, smoothie. Yeah. Or, and if it's not a smoothie that they don't like recommend all these things like I used to, I used to have a packaged smoothie. Let me see if I remembered my packaged smoothie from the early 2000s. Um, it used to be coconut oil, ground flax, um, whey isolate, um, What else was in there? I think it was like three grams of glutamine and then a whack load of dark berries. Um, and I'm telling you, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that it wasn't effective. There was a human, huge number of reasons why that particular thing was effective. And then I'd always, I'd get, I'd geek out on it, you know, and, change up the formulation to kind of, you know, based upon bowel movements and energy throughout the day and recovery and et cetera. I mean, I just geeked hard on it. It was kind of the halfway after Poliquin's recommendations on uh, proteins and carbs post-workout, but this is just a AM smoothie. It'll make it easy for people. Anyways, it's just unfortunate that that time frame can go back and I was too young to recognize it. And we have had, a, we just, we just weren't knowledgeable about all that, all that heaviness that was on us to make things happen quicker for individuals. Um, and in case there's the uh, the skeptic out there. Or just the skeptic, the skeptic of, um, no, I guess this would be called the middle road or the, the transitionary piece, right? You know, I could, I could understand or just hear people saying, well, maybe James, you know, the smoothie gets them there. And if you're only hearing it from me for the first time, I don't, I don't care anymore. I don't even uh, play that play that game. I'm too old and I'm exhausted of, you know, having to go back and forth with people on the havesies. I call it mediocrity and um, futility. That's what I call it. Um, but that's just the way I feel, you know, and maybe there are some people that quote unquote get there. Um, but if they don't comprehend and uh, they don't understand and they're not aware, you know, then the argument can be made, well, why, if they, if they are aware and they are competent um, of their laziness, let's say, then why don't they just eat real food right away? Oh, yeah. So that's where it stops, you know, but if you're looking for evidence on this, you're not going to find any evidence on the point, as I said, you know, a thousand times before that real food is better because um, real food is better, but better in context of what better long-term yeah, by all means. Is it more difficult to do? 
yes, it is more difficult to do. You know, we couldn't we couldn't juice five hundred years ago. Um, you see, you got to think about that, right? Think about those. Um, let's take an avatar. Those pioneers moving across the West. You know, coming out to this area where I am, and uh, all the effort that went into the packaging and making sure that everyone was fed on that journey, you know? Um, and just tr just try to think about the actual work and labor and actual physical expression that was done to do to move and do that distance relative to the food that was taken in, okay? Um, and just think about juicing. Yeah, just connect it, you know, if anything. But it does tie back into looking for evidence of it and... Um, if you wanted to, like if you still disagree with my notion that it's harder with real food and that juicing is useless long term and it's elitist um, and it's expensive um, and it actually could be slightly detrimental long term, depending upon what you mean by detrimental, um, then you could continue to get short-term results, right? And you could also, on the point of evidence, find evidence that shows that liquid meals or this kind of diet or, you know, I even think that, you know, these companies that sell those supplements, they probably bought out individuals or bought out groups that could do research that would show a benefit of either their particular supplement or the, the concept and the idea. And I'm sure as shit you could find um, 30 pieces that would indicate, you know, you could bandwagon the the metabolic ward, cows in, cows out point, and just like say, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the actual food is as long as the, these protein, fats, and carbs add up to this calorie amount. You know, there's a ton of evidence to show that you could just use that alone, right? But again, as I said before, it all comes down to what you determine is your definition of vitality, right? What do you determine that as? And that's why in the end, you just gotta believe that real food is gonna be helpful for long-term on the consequence of it. So you're gonna more or less make, instead just make this uh, this internal self-questioning is what you have to do is to say, does this make sense to me without asking anyone or liking anyone's ideas or sharing anyone's ideas, right? Put it all on a piece of paper and write it down and just burn it up after, after it made sense to you or it makes sense to you, right? Or work with a number of people and see if it makes sense to them, you know, go through the, what I'm, the point that I'm making of how hard it would be. Right? Um, that's the only way is a, is a true empiricist we're gonna get to um, an understanding of that. And my, my priority in most of my decisions or pieces of education that I would share is based upon that vitality concept of eating real food and all the benefits that come from that. 
and uh, juicing is not real food. Um, we kind of know that it's not going to be, um, it will not relinquish, you know, as an example, if I was selling it with the same kind of advertising and commercials as I hear on podcasts today, there'll be another form of media communication in 20 years, right? So depending upon how old you are and you're listening into this, you may, you know, just pass this podcast over and be like, man, you know, he's, he's just a curmudgeon. Um, but remember when I promote broccoli, I don't make any money off it. I'm just thinking you got to keep checking my investments, I guess too, but no, I make no money off that or bananas. Um, and I really should, uh, you know, actually have some, like someone chewing broccoli, like I did in the old OPEX ads, if I'm going to promote broccoli, but juicing is not going to go away. Not only because of what I mentioned, the historical context, just in my lifetime, I mean, someone older than me could probably draw the line, uh, longer back, you know, in the sixties, even, you know, the, even the Lillane, you know, line drawn, um, maybe Paul Bragg and Jack Lillane up to, up to Paul check up to whoever 2023 person is that's selling juices or a juice form, you know, um, it's deep now it's franchised, right? Concepts of juicing is franchise. Did you ever stop to actually look and see how much those juices are, you know, of these wellness bars or, um, Jamba juices, you know, but you got to understand it's just super hard to package, uh, raw almonds, um, one orange and one carrot, you know, cause I brought my daughters to Jamba before generally it's been like midday on a weekend, either tennis tournament, soccer tournament or something, but just think of the whole situation, right? Um, you know, it's fast, it's convenient, it's relatively expensive. Um, but I've said enough thus far to help you see how that fits, you know, um, F I T S. Um, but I do know that that idea of the juicing is so deep in fitness and showing that it is, you know, even franchised out that it's going to be ridiculously hard to sell the other option because people would say, well, what's the other option? And I would say raw, raw almonds, uh, one orange and one carrot, you know, and, you know, a parent, uh, an adult of a child who's in that sport, you know, on a Saturday morning, 1130 AM, in 95 degrees in Scottsdale, Arizona, um, like their brain may melt when you mention that raw almonds and orange and a carrot, you know, 
Like there's so many generational stories that are locked in there. So many societal conforms, um, societal conformist ideas that are locked inside of there, you know? But really it's because we're lazy, right? It is, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to hear. I know, but you're lazy, right? Oh, but their friends are doing it. Okay. You know, unless you're going to come up with another option, as I said, um, then it is laziness, you know, um, and again, you may want to think about that. You may want to think about how we just walk by that front desk at the gym uh, that sells smoothies and cookies and and um, sugar bars and sugar drinks, right? And people are like, oh, no, 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 it's a protein cookie and it's a post-workout smoothie. No, it's a cookie and it's a sugar bar and a sugar drink. Um and we just got to call it what it is, right? That's my whole point of making that how deep it is in fitness. It's uh, in the gyms everywhere. It's at front desks. It, there's there's actually smoothie specialists now, you know, and there's probably an accreditation, you know. I'm sure someone will will send me a reminder of that or I'll, it's going to show up now in, a, in an email that comes to me. But I'm sure there's smoothie specialists inside of the personal training accreditation systems to perfectly align, you know, proteins, fats, and carbs, perfectly align the recovery for a person, perfectly align the, the body fat analysis and what they should be having in individualized, specialized nutrition. And how do we get that? Well, lo and behold, it's right here with Billy, uh, who's at the front desk, you know, after your workout, he can have that specifically made for you. And don't forget to check in with the app. You know, so we're too deep in, we're too deep in. Um, and there's those who don't go to the gym who are doing it as a hack, you know, and then there's a ton of people who can't afford the idea. And there's, then there's a ton of people who, who just decide to eat horrible food. Right. And that's where it is. <laughs> so is it, uh, is there a comeback uh, to real food? No, there's no comeback. Um, yeah, just pausing to think of other analogous things that are happening today that, uh, you know, people talk about pendulums. Eh, I'm not going to invoke any, you know, political commentary inside this, but Pendulums, smendulums, you know, you can't carry that over to other areas. Um, and in this area, uh, it won't come back. So it goes back to that point I'm mentioning of like the listeners, just give you an example for you who is listening in to this. Um, you are one of very, 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 very few in society. You are the point two percent of society that will will not even 
create action, but we'll give it at least a thought of the concept of real food being beneficial for, you know, everything in our concept of energy formation and energy assimilation and, um, you know, packaging that energy up and digesting it inside the human and using it for good things and expressing oneself. You're very, very small in that. So is there a pendulum in this? Is, uh, you know, uh, me speaking about juicing going to help move a needle anywhere? No, not at all. Um, And that's not the, that's not what I propose to do with the podcast. Um, I just propose to share ideas and uh, wherever it goes, it goes and whatever happens, it happens, but I can't just keep it as an idea. Um, I got to put it in, you know, these, you know, the, the podcast is, is somewhat, I guess, similar to, um, someone in the 1800s writing letters, you know, and those letters being kept. That's what the podcast is. It's just a piece of information that, you know, is there and, uh, anyone can take from it what they want. Yeah. That was the, the, the last, you know, couple of minutes, there was just a recognition of just how deep it is in fitness and, um, the concept of the franchising around juices and, you know, it's just, it, let's just use the, the term of culture. It's so deep into culture that there's no turning back. Um, just in case anyone wanted to get on the, uh, the train, right. The eat real food train. Um, and you wanted to be an activist on the eat real food train. Um, I would honestly say, don't waste your time. Um, instead, um, just do, you know, what you think you need to do based upon this new gain knowledge. And for those around you who really are interested and are willing to have a conversation around it, tell them about it, you know, um, tell them about these examples of it being harder. It's being, it's much harder to sit and chew raw almonds and one orange and one carrot much harder, right? Um, and you got to be ready for that, right? You got to be ready for that. Oh, it doesn't fit into my lifestyle. I don't have 35 minutes to chew food. <laughs> I'm not never going to apologize anymore for laughing at those, those ideas. But, um, I just make mention of it to know that it's not, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, there's no comeback insight for that. Um, yeah, also think about if you are doing it, um, and some may see it as being really little, um, and everyone has a right to feel that way. I think it's big. I think it's one of those little things that are indications of people's character, right? What are you willing to do? right? Because you're forgetting about the things of what you're role modeling, right? Do you really think you're going to be straight faced when you want to promote eating real food to people? If you're having a post-workout shake seven days a week and the smoothie three days a week, right? You can't sell eat real food. 
So anyone who's a who's an activist, just know that there's no turning back from this. Um, there's no pendulum to swing back to in this aha, you know, health and wellness movement or health and wellness moment in human history that's going to change. Um, and just think about how you're role modeling this. Have you ever thought about that? How you're role modeling to your kids? Have you thought about how you're role modeling to your friends about it? And like we end, I don't know who we is, but how I end all the pieces with, and please don't share it. Don't start eating real food and not juicing and then sharing it online, right? Taking a picture of you making real food. That's disgusting. Your intentions, it just shows your intentions are all about narcissism. So make the change and don't tell anyone about it. And if someone wants some uh, help and they really want to learn about it, well, um, see if they want to make some moves, right? If someone, you know, this, this could be a simple thing you do with a friend or a child, right? Um, here, I told you what you need to do. Um, and, you know, if you can do it for a couple of days, then come back and ask me. I'll give you the next steps. So do that. And then they come back and they just give you a whole ton of excuses, right? Well, then say, you already know what to do. I can't help you any longer. This is what I mean, right? You have to, you have to let go of the dependency that they have, right? They just, they got you in a game. They want you in a game of this back and forth, dramatic sequencing of, you know, what they've been told and all this confusion. There's so much information out there. And you like, I already told you what you need to do. You didn't just show me that you're interested in making the change and you didn't even do the first step. So, you know, I'm out. But never know, you may get someone come back. It's like, you know what? I noticed that I, my shit was better when I chewed my meal at lunch or, you know, I had better energy on one of those days. Or I noticed that I get itchy when I have this. Like all these things will come about simply because you're just gaining awareness, Right. And again, they'll come back and be like, oh, I did this, but I still haven't lost weight. You're like, listen, you know, that's, I, I didn't even, we didn't even talk about losing weight. I don't, I don't give a shit, which is again, a conversation for another time. But anyway, just think about the juicing idea and what are you role modeling when you do it? Um, and recognize we're not coming back from it. Um, recognize that you know, you can have people provide you 200 articles of evidence that are cherry picked that have nothing to do with their particular juice that you're, they're using, but that could argue against that just in case your person wants to recommend it. This person may come back with 200 articles that shows that fasting and liquid meals and juicing is helpful, right? And listen, it's not even worth your time to go back and say, yeah, but helpful for what? It's not worth your time, right? They won't be convinced right? They won't be convinced. They have to change, right? Because again, it all comes back to what we did, what you determine as vitality. And if vitality is that high level of mental acuity all day to express yourself physically for whatever you want to do physically for the rest of your life and grow and create, you know, and do more and do better, you know, and do it until, you know, you just drop 
over at 80, 85 or 90 or something. I guess it would be 90 in, you know, for this generation I'm listening in. Um, then uh, eating, eat real food and not juicing is the only way to get there. <laughs>